Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, no matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Welcome everyone to Spiritual Tools with Melissa Boyd. You are joining us live today on October 1st, 2015. If you're new to Spiritual Tools, I'd like to welcome you. My name is Melissa Boyd. I am a psychic medium. I am based in Kennebunk, Maine, although I do have clients around the globe on phone and Skype. And my goal is to really help you amplify your vibration, to connect to your loved ones, and to really connect to who you are in this lifetime. I believe that when we all realize we are vibrational beings having a physical experience, we can really achieve anything. So I'm so delighted that you've joined us here today, and I do have some upcoming events in October um, that I'll mention, although they're all sold out, which I'm thrilled about. So I do have three vibrational yoga workshops. I'll be at Greener Postures actually this weekend on Saturday and Sunday, and then I will be at a yoga studio in Arundel on October 17th, and I have some exciting events coming up for the spring of 2016. And if you are local to um, Maine or southern Maine, I will be doing a Meditate and Donate series. Um, I'm starting that back up again. I will have something next Wednesday, October 7th at 6 p.m. So it's a free meditation Uh, You're welcome to come. You can donate if you'd like to. It's not a necessity, and it does go to benefit an organization that's dear to my heart called A Place to Start, which really helps families um, and caregivers of people with dementia and Alzheimer's. So that will be October 7th at 6 p.m. at my office at 11 York Street in Kennebunk, Maine. If you want to learn about my services and learn about soul tools, please visit my website at www.melissaboy.net where you can find resources, things about the chakras. I have a meditation CD that's available on iTunes, downloadable for $9.99, which is an hour of deep meditation, as well as a six-meditation CD for $15. And then um, if you work with families of grieving children or if you are a grieving parent yourself of a child, I do have a deck of cards called The Children of the Light, and that's also available on my website. So the format of the show is that every week I have a guest. And so before I introduce my guest tonight, I do want to say that this is my 27th show. Um, and so I'm doing some giveaways tonight. So listen in. Um, after I interview my guest, Cheryl Phillips Day tonight, I will be taking some callers on the line. And if you're listening on the web, the call-in number is 657 and I'll be taking that after my guest tonight. So let's get to it. Um, I'm really excited to introduce Cheryl. I know Cheryl personally and have really watched um, this beautiful um, energy that she's brought to really what I feel is her heart mission. So Cheryl is um, an entrepreneur, equestrian, and general life enthusiast. Her career spans from senior management roles in some of the largest computer companies to executive positions in numerous startup businesses. 
After contributing to several startups in finance and in communications, she decided to take a step back and search for something that brought her joy. While taking a break from work after the death of her father, she felt besieged to take by issues of healthy living and the challenges we all face to identify and locate products that are healthy for ourselves, our homes, our pets, and our planet. This all culminated in the start of greenestbeans.com, whose mission is to make it easy to find healthy food and safe products for you and your family, pets included. When not working on greenestbeans.com, Cheryl can often be found on the back of a horse or sharing a walk with one of the family dogs. Welcome, Cheryl. Welcome to Spiritual Tools. Thank you so much, Melissa. I am thrilled to be on the show and have an opportunity to talk about greenestbeans.com and share our news with your listeners. You know, it it just, it's so, um, you know, talk about intuitive. It's so intuitive. You know, we all want healthy food. We all want to um, to find products that are good for us. So tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how and why you created Greenest Beans. So as, as you said, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm an equestrian. I spend most of my life outside. My health is incredibly important for me to take care of the dogs, take care of the family, take care of the horses. And the environment is very important to me because I want to be outside. And from a professional perspective, I spent many years in large corporate America. I found myself going off to start the new little business that the corporation wanted. And what I learned was, for me, creating new things and solving complicated problems just brings out the passion in me. And my choice to divert my career sort of away from corporate America and my avocation to hang out with my horses most of the time is what keeps my soul. So as you said, I was taking a break. I was not happy continuing to work really in a business-to-business environment. And I was going through a process after my dad passed of trying to figure out what's next. I knew that it was important to me to do something that had a social implication. I knew it was important to me to be consumer-oriented. And I spent a lot of time, you know, because you and I had talked about this, wandering around, looking at things and saying, is it this, is it this, is it this? And as I was going through that, I kept getting these little hints from the universe. Make me think. I would I would get a name or I would see something repeatedly. And I would think, How, what does that mean? And I was driving down the road one, it was a spring day, a beautiful day, uh, on my way to the bar. And the entire concept for greenestbeans.com, this sounds kind of weird, but this is what happened. The entire concept came to me like someone was downloading information into my brain. So I always tell people, the universe downloaded greenestbeans.com. It was my, Mm. Malcolm Gladwell has a book called Blink. It was my blink moment. It was the moment that life was just moving on, and all of a sudden I had an aha moment. But I didn't know what to do with it. I I just thought, I've I've seen it somewhere, I've found it somewhere, I've read it somewhere, I stumbled upon it online. 
this is such a great idea. Somebody's already done it. So I step back. I start some research. And, and I think it's important for people to understand really a huge foodie. Um, my husband and I eat pretty simply. We grow a lot of our own food, but I don't spend a lot of time thinking about food. And as I started to think about it, what happened to me was I was surrounded by people who started to tell me. They're concerned about GMOs. They don't understand GMOs. Their husband's gluten-free. They can't give their kids artificial dyes. You know, they have trouble finding food. And I started listening, and then I started asking questions, and then I got really curious, and I put a couple of surveys out on the net just to gather data. And it was just, it was almost irrefutable. The issues that people have finding healthy foods or foods that support the environment, or, or not foods, products that support the environment, or things that they're comfortable feeding their pets is huge. And people were frustrated. They were unhappy. I was talking to moms who were saying, you know, my child can't have artificial dyes, but I can't find products that don't have them because the ingredient labels just aren't clear enough. I don't even know what I'm looking at. So as I gathered data, I started thinking about you know, the, the professional people in my life who I enjoy and who I would like to work with again. And I went about the process of going out and interviewing them. What do you think about this idea? Do you think it's necessary? Is it a real need? What would it take us to build it? And after talking to hundreds of people, I was fortunate enough to recruit some incredibly talented co-conspirators. And we built greenesteens.com. And because this all happened and it was sort of coincident with the death of my dad, I, I have this enduring vision of him from the other side, sort of being the conduit who just, you know, in my dreams, information comes to me. Wouldn't this be a great feature? Shouldn't you call this person? But it really <laughs> was sort of the universe that put com in front of me somewhat on a silver platter. And as I talk to people, because when you go out and start new ideas, you know, people are often volunteering to help, but they're volunteering to help usually with a price tag. People were just walking in the door and saying, I can do this, and, you know, when when you start becoming profitable, you can hire me. I, I have these skills. I'll do this for you. Gee, I just found this. This is useful. So it, it evolved a little bit unintentionally, but mm. it evolved in a way that each time I looked up and said, geez, I've got to get from here to here, the road opened. So that's how greenestbeans.com was created. It was, It is unlike any startup I have ever been involved with. So I, I think it's my gift from the universe. I would agree. It just has just, I've seen it from the beginning, just open up and expand. <laughs> and, you know, and I think I've often said to you, it reminds me of, you know, Steve Jobs on the way to this, you know, computer conference saying, 
we have a company, and his friend said, we don't have a company, and he said, yes, it's Apple, it's just, you know, and just having that, I really feel it's innovative, and I do feel that, you know, companies that really are here to create the future, and it does feel like that you're really meeting this need. So for our listeners, can you talk a little bit about how you maneuver greenest beans, how someone would become a consumer, so that people who are listening who um, – and by the way, make sure you go to greenestbeans.com to check it out. But Cheryl, would you tell us a little bit about the platform and how people can use it? I, I can. So the website is www.greenestbeans.com. Um, and right now there's a bunch of press releases out, so if you Google it, it will probably show up. Um, it, we think it's super simple for the consumer, but let me tell you how it works. The whole design center is to simplify the consumer's search for food and household items that meet their requirement for healthful living. And because of that, we've tried to make this as quick and easy as possible. Because we cover four what I call product families, so we cover food and beverage, cleaning products, health and beauty products, and pet products, you, when you come to the website, you can click on the menu bar on product search and it brings you to a page which has icons for each one of the product families. So the consumer comes to the site and they're looking for a particular food item, so they click on the icon for food and beverages. It will drop you into a search window. So say you're a mom and you have a child that you can't feed artificial dyes to, and your spouse is gluten intolerant, and let's say you, you just choose to avoid GMOs. But you don't want to end up stocking your pantry with three different sets of products. Come to greenestbeans.com, you click on product search, you then click on the food and beverage icon to look at food items. And we ask you to fill in a couple of things. What are you looking for? So you're looking for snacks. And maybe you want all snacks, or maybe you just want pretzels. And you can tell us that. It's their drop-down menus. It's really easy. And then you move just a little bit over, and there's a list of characteristics. So at the current time, we address, in the food space, 14 different characteristics. So our consumer, the mom, who's got the child who can't have dyes, would go to the characteristics. She would click on dye-free, gluten-free, non-GMO. And then we will ask her for the zip code because we need to know where you're searching so we can provide you a list of things that are available in your area. And on search, we will give you the list of products that are available in your area and products that are readily available online. We'll give you links to the manufacturers. We'll give you links to product locator pages will essentially give you as much information as we can about the products that show up in your search. And you can, you know, we've got thousands of products in the database. We've got over 500 brands. So depending on what you're searching for, you may get 20 responses. You may get 50 responses. It's really an artifact of what it is you're looking for. You look at the search, you decide what you want, you drill down, or you take the first thing off the list, because you know what we've returned to you possesses the characteristics that you're looking for. Um, if you create an account, 
we will allow you to then save your search results, save your information to a shopping list so that you can just come back and look at your shopping list and remember what the product is that you're looking for. And because we're still fairly young, we have the luxury and the mindset exceptionally consumer-oriented. So we get a lot of input from our consumers, and we get a lot of mail from consumers who say, I'm looking for XYZ product in this particular state. What can I have? Even if it's not a product whose characteristics are necessarily aligned with what we have in the database. So I think it's very, very simple to to use. Um, If you like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter, then you'll get the benefit of all the updates for what we're adding. We do a lot of publishing of healthy living information. So our goal is to give the consumer the information they need to feed their families, to take care of their families, to take care of their pets, and to give them as much education as we can that's useful. So the vision is sort of... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, you go ahead. So the vision is just essentially to revolutionize ease with which consumers find the products, either healthful products, environmentally friendly products, that they want and need without spending inordinate amounts of time in the grocery store beating their head against the shelf trying to figure out which one of these four rices can I buy and can everybody in the family eat? It's such a brilliant idea for so many reasons. (laughs) I mean... So many people go to Amazon and to look for books now or they go, you know, um, they go to, you know, different, they don't go to travel agency anymore. They go online. And so this is just so amazing because there are so many people that have food allergies. Um, we keep hearing so much about peanut allergies these days and gluten-free and just specific diets. And the whole pet food piece, I'm a big pet food person like you, a dog person. Yep. And with everything that's been happening with some of the pet foods that have been, you know, at some times, you know, there's have been dogs that have been very sick from certain pet foods. It's really phenomenal. And, um, you know, what a, what a beautiful service. And so you've been really receiving positive um, feedback from consumers. And also I, I feel that you've also been able to make some good connections with some of the retailers as well. We have. In fact, we're um, just in the early stages of a hopefully lengthy and productive conversation with one of the retailers in the Northeast who's very interested in the marketplace and very interested in what we're doing and has some ideas about things that we can do to sort of mutually benefit each other. Um, I, I do want to step back, though. When you mentioned pet products, one of the attributes or characteristics we put into our pet products because of some of the issues that happened with the toxic foods is products that are made in the USA. Mm -hmm. And we spent an enormous amount of time drilling down through the various manufacturers to figure that out. But we have found, and we've heard from our consumers that, and, and actually from people I know who own pets, pet stores um, or pet supply stores that people are, are getting very, very concerned about just sort of off-the-shelf sh- food or off-the-shelf cat food. 
because of the deaths that have taken place. So we did specifically add the Made in USA characteristic to pet products because we heard and that was a huge concern for people. So we we tried very hard to tune the characteristics in each of our product families to what the consumer is telling us and also to what we're reading in sort of the popular literature. So and And we'll continue to evolve that. I think it's very, very valuable to me to hear from consumers because this is a space that is going to continue to evolve. We're not we're not going to sort of flatline where people are concerned about these five things and nobody worries about anything else. As people learn more, people shift their habits, there will be more that concerns them. So we will try and keep but we you actually know, we're, are doing some research for uh, a thing that we're involved in. And we've just read a new study from a research firm who says 80% of Americans start their product purchasing online. So that really Mm. supports what you're saying about people going to Amazon. That is significant and substantial. And buying healthy foods and sustainable products needs to be easy for people to find online. You know, and, and we, if you think about it, you know, we're here, we are talking about, you know, vibrational, spiritual tools. Our bodies, you know, we need to put, you know, positive things in our bodies. And so we're becoming so much more health conscious. I mean, if you just look at what's happened in the past, say, 10 or 15 years in terms of, um, you know, getting soda out of schools and things like this, people were really starting this trend and I do feel that you're on this cutting edge and I will mention to our to our listeners that greenestbeans.com is a finalist for the CWE Women Owned Business Challenge. So tell us about that, Cheryl. Very exciting. It, it is very exciting. We were we were thrilled and surprised and everything else. So we entered this competition in August the Center for Women in Enterprise. Um, It is businesses that are at least 50% women-owned. There were, I think, 12 areas that we had to provide information. So what do we do? What's the market? Who's the client? And we submitted the past of August. And I hate to say this, but I kind of forgot about it. She said, it will come back or it won't come back. And two weeks ago, we got the announcement for them that we are one of five finalists in their competition, which personally excites me because this is a great idea. But more importantly, it just underscores how big this issue is, how important it is perceived by other people in business. And I think it underscores the value of the work that we're doing. So we're very, very excited. We will um, go to the sort of the final competition, the latter But I think it just validates for me that it is the right thing, the right time, and people understand the importance of really thinking about what we put into the body and what we surround ourselves with. And that is 
probably the best validation I could ask for. It really does. And I, I want to mention to our listeners, too, that there is a health and beauty um, aspect as well. And I actually was the former executive director of Physicians for Social Responsibility and one of the primary research assistants on the body of evidence study, which we did here in the state of Maine. And what we did actually was ask people what products they were using, then tested their blood levels and were in, um, their hair samples and were able to find that they had certain toxins in their body, in their blood, from the phthalates and the bisphenol A that's basically, it's kind of some of it's bio-based plastic and some other um, endocrine disruptors that get placed in the body from using certain perfumes or um, deodorants, um, detergents, um, even hand lotions. And in fact, um, hopefully eventually the study will come out that um, most women when they get breast exams, they have to um, wash we have to have them wash their breasts because when they're doing the breast exam, what they found is that a lot of the perfumes or the, the lotions have a little bit of, um, which is a very trace amount of metals in them because it makes the smell stick on the body. But because the FDA doesn't require all the elements to be in there, it doesn't come out. So I love that you have healthcare products because I think that as a, you know, I think we're becoming more aware of it, but as a world, people put products on their bodies. They have no idea what's in them. So I feel that this category that you have in here is really cutting edge. Well, you know, we we started down this path, and I was really thinking. And as I did research and as I talked to people, it was clear to me that getting our sort of act together with regards to the foods that we bring into our body is critical. But it's equally critical to be careful what we put on our body because mm. our skin is our biggest organ. It, yes. Anything you put on your skin is going to be absorbed into your body. And it's, I mean, it's difficult to read food ingredients and really understand what's in it in part because some ingredients in food have other chemicals in them, and if you don't know what you're looking at, you really don't immediately recognize that. But when you start reading health and beauty ingredients or cleaning products, it's it's impossible. It, mm. it You have to have a degree to understand what you're looking at. So we decided very, very early on that for greenest beans to really provide the value to provide, we had to be bigger than food because the issue is bigger than food. So, and interestingly enough, in health and beauty, the most searched on characteristic is the not tested on animals characteristic. Mm. Which really speaks to my heart, but was not what I expected. So, I wow, was, um, that's amazing. And surprising? I want to say, it's it is, and I think that people are just so open to this. And you know, I'm just on your website right now, and you know, there's um, a woman from um, California who says, "We've been trying to eat healthier healthier since our children were born." 
it is time-consuming and frustrating to find foods that we want to buy and we want to feed our kids. This website makes it easier to quickly plan my weekly shopping. Yay. (laughs) So, I mean, amazing, right? So this is really helping so many people. You think about all the apps we have for so many other pieces we have, and so this is just such a wonderful um, resource. Now, we're talking about... uh, We're talking about vibration here tonight. So um, to our listeners, Cheryl, what would you talk about in terms of what are some of the highest vibrational foods that people could, um, that you found to be really substantial or or healthy and and that people are searching for or that you see people reaching for? I I generally think that um, berries, specifically blueberries and goji berries, seem to be very high vibrational foods. Kale is a very vibrational food. Almonds, particularly nuts, are high vibrational foods. But I think the sort of underlying to the specific foods is they're high vibrational foods as long as they are not filled with chemicals and toxins. So you want Mm -hmm. to make sure that the kale you're buying has not been treated with herbicides. You want to make sure that the berries you're buying are as close to organic as humanly possible. You want to make sure that the nuts that you're buying have not been washed with something that's going to leave chemical residue on the food. So I think it's it's almost a two-step process because you can familiarize yourself with the you know 10 to 12 food items that are important to help you raise your vibration, but you have to be equally careful about where that food is sourced. So the, the closer you can get to organic food in your vibration, the better you are. And and I always tell people, you know, it's, it's food, but it's also the things that we bring into our environment. So if you believe that, for example, essential oils will help raise your vibration, it stands to reason that if you put toxins on your skin or you're breathing toxic chemicals, it's going to negatively affect your vibration. So you need to eat properly, but I think you also need to surround yourself with the cleanest substances that you can. We do in our house a lot of cleaning more because of my allergies than anything with vinegar and baking soda and lemon and salt because I can't be around the chemicals. But I look at some of the things that are out in the market and think it is just, I mean, if raising your vibration or maintaining a high vibration is important, then you want to make sure you eat properly, you know, eat as close to organic as you can, eat mostly fresh fruits and vegetables, also don't want substances into the house that are laden with chemicals. So for me, sort of raising and maintaining a high vibration is a two-step process. Well said. I mean, that's really important. And I, I think that sometimes people get so busy that they forget about that. They forget that, you know, we do need to really look at that, especially when they're sensitive. And and I believe, like many people are talking about, that we really are in this conscious evolution. And 
some of these children come, being born in the world are super, super sensitive, and there's an awareness now that wasn't on the planet, say, 25 or 30 years ago. And what's exciting about that is that really your work that you're doing and the research I feel that you're going to be able to show people, it's going to actually change the market as well and make people look at um, their products. And it just reminds me of, I remember years and years ago, there was a, a juice company, I can't remember the name, or um, it, was, it was a juice company, it was a juice box company actually, and they said that it was made out of recycled plastic or recycled something. And Maine, the state of Maine, the mothers in the state of Maine were the highest consumers, and they found out that they had lied about the packaging and some of the chemicals they were putting in the product, so they literally boycotted the product almost shut the company down, <laughs> and then um, they ended up having, you know, a, a piece. And so I'm really feeling that your website is going to actually also enhance product production, which feels really exciting. Well, I, I think that that's possible. One of the things that we're learning as we just start looking at advertising and talk to um people in the food industry is because of the complexity involved in presenting food because people have various attributes or characteristics that are important to them, the, the producers are really struggling to figure out how do you catch the mom who's trying to avoid hormones in her food and still use the same mechanism to touch the mom who's trying to avoid lactose. It, it's a difficult problem for them, and I think because of the way we present products, it's easier for manufacturers to say, oh, so you're actually going to tell them that this product doesn't have this and doesn't have this and doesn't have this and doesn't have that, and that's good for me because I don't know how else to do it. But I think we're we're starting to see really a global shift in how food producers think about presenting their production. Frankly, if there's information about it, just look at the fact that General Mills is taking artificial out of a lot of their food. Mm. That's that is possibly one of the most stunning things I've read in the last three or four months. Fabulous for the consumer. So I, I do think that um, particularly this generation, you know, the sort of early 20s and younger, have come here with a different sensitivity and a different set of sort of concerns, and they're driving a lot of the behaviors, and that's good for all of us because I don't think the planet itself could sustain another 50 years of some of the havoc that we've been wreaking on it. That is so true. That is so true. And I, I just I think this concept is phenomenal. Um, so, Cheryl, this, this uh, show is called Spiritual Tools. <laughs> so <laughs> what? Um, so we want to know, what is your favorite spiritual tool? Um, or what spiritual tool are you using now that you'd like to share with our audience? Okay. So, you know, you know it's going to be hard to limit me to just one. So, <laughs> here's my answer. 
My oh, you can do it too if you like. Thank you. My daily go-to tool, the thing that I integrated into my life, I meditate daily. Sometimes I use guided meditation. Sometimes I use silent meditation. But I meditate daily for at least 20 minutes. And, you know, it just it always brings me back to sense. It makes me feel that whatever my current challenge is, is more manageable. And it gives me a perspective that I often sort of afraid of getting done every day. Mm. But sort of my favorite spiritual tool, and, you know, the one you actually introduced me to this one, my favorite tool is trans-channeling. If I have a stretch of time where I can really sort of shut myself up and shut myself off and not worry about getting to the next meeting, making the next phone call, getting to the barn to ride the horse, then trans-channeling is by far my favorite tool. And for me, because I know that spiritual tools vary by individual and the effectiveness of them vary by individual. For me, found that to be the most effective tool and I would say I try to do it at least once a week and probably 90% of the time feel like I've just had a transcendent experience when I'm done. So that that oh, is my very favorite tool. Oh, beautiful, beautiful. So really connecting to the highest self. That's wonderful. Absolutely. It's just in me. Well, I want to thank you so much, Cheryl, for being on the show tonight. Um, and tell our listeners one more time how they can access your website. Go to the Internet. Pull up your browser, whatever your favorite browser is. Type www greenestbeans.com it will bring you to the website you'll see a picture of the back of a woman with a shopping cart and on the website you can go do product searches you can read about us you can read our blogs Um, there's a list when you get to the website the first menu item because we know people want this is a list of all the brands that are currently in our database. So you can click on brands and you can see every brand that we have in the database. You can go to the next menu item and click on it and it will take you to search. It's very easy to use. If you get in there and you have problems, just greenestbeans.com. It's that that email address is monitored, I won't say 24-7, but it's monitored pretty frequently. So... It should be easy to find. And we want to mention this is a free service, yes? Yes, this is a free-to-consumer service. And I'm actually glad you said that because it's been one of the cornerstones of my process and my practice. This is a problem for consumers. It's hard to find what you need. I'm not going to charge consumers to make this simple. It's just it makes no sense to me. There are other ways for us to generate revenue. So it is a free service to consumers. We do ask consumers to create an account because it gives us more information about them and it allows us to give them more information. And we have some really cool features 
that we're going to be rolling out in the next six to nine months. And they will be rolled out to account holders. Accounts are easy to create. We ask for, I think, three things. Um, no money, no private information, nothing you wouldn't post in the newspaper. So come to Greenest Beans, create an account. If you have a problem, if you're looking for something you can't find, send us an email. We'll get back to you. Beautiful. Thank you so much for being on the show tonight, Cheryl. Oh, it's truly been my pleasure. Thank you so much for the time, Melissa. I really appreciate it. And I, you know, I hope your listeners find it a valuable tool. I'd love to hear from them. Thank you. Good night. Good night. Well, isn't that amazing? Greenestbeans.com. Such an incredible concept. You know, it really reminds me of Margaret Mead saying, never doubt that a small group of concerned citizens can change the world. Indeed, it is the only thing that ever has. So let's get to some questions. So Karen, Karen, I have you on Facebook, and you were asking, what do I need to know right now? Um, well, feels like is right now you need to know that there are some big transitions happening for you. And I do feel in the form of you really opening up more into your gifts <laughs> and then bringing your gifts out more to people. Um, and that would be in the form of your Reiki business, some holistic health. I also see that I want to say six to nine months, I do see your book published. Um, I actually see you speaking about um, your book and some other pieces and really tying it back into your nursing piece as well because you're going to attract a different clientele because of the fact that you have this its background and this healing sense about you. So I do feel that this is a time for you really of clearing and getting ready for the next phase. And that's what your guides are showing me. So clearing and getting ready for the next phase. So they feel really excited about that. So I would say definitely, um, you know, step forward in that energy. So they do want you to know that. Okay. Courtney F. Courtney F. has a question on Facebook. Um, I'm glad you're listening to the shows. Thank you so much to, for listening. Um, guidance about life, my, my job path. Um, so I feel that you're a very creative person, Courtney. You're a very creative problem solver. I, I see you, um, you know, working in a very creative environment. I do want to say, I don't know why, but you have a, a special pull toward children. So I do feel that children are important to you, whether you work with children or you, you have children or you're around children. So that feels uh, very strong for you. But I don't necessarily know that um, you wouldn't work for yourself. Or This is something I feel like you struggle with. Do I start a business? Do I work for myself? There's a little bit of back and forth into that. Um, because I, I do feel like that you are very inspired by ideas, especially um, creative ideas or spirit ideas. So um, eventually I do see you working for yourself, I do have to say. Um, consulting 
speaking, um, leading, teaching, that type of energy, but always with a creative flair. So creativity, again, feels like a really, really strong um, life path for you. So I, I do feel that that's going to be um, it's going to be really big for you. And I do have a caller um, uh, on the line here, and I'm uh, I see you have a question mark. So I'm just um, letting you know I'm going to um, unmute you, and you are area code five one two. And you're calling um, spiritual tools. So let me um... welcome. You're on the show, spiritual tools. What is your first name, and do you have a question for spirit you'd like me to tap into tonight? Hi, Melissa. Yes, this is. <clears throat> excuse me. This is Julia. Hi, Julia. How and are you? Hi, I'm doing well. How about you? Good. Thank you. Good. Um, I'm actually. Yes, I have a question for you about. Um, I am moving my private practice to a new location, and I'm wondering if Spirit has any messages <clears throat> as far as where I should be focusing, um, you know, maybe direction or people, um, just looking for a little okay. guidance. <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, no, no. It's good that you're, It's good that your throat is like that. You know Why? Why? <laughs> it means that you're whenever whenever you're talking about something that's happening that's shifting, and your throat starts to yeah. act up. It means that you're clearing. You're clearing. So I want to talk about that. Not only are you moving your business, but I feel like your business is moving. If you know what I mean, because I it feel is. like that you're either changing some of the things that you're doing, um, or the ways that you're doing them, and you've really um, you've gotten rid of a lot of stuff in your life. Now I don't want to just say stuff, physical stuff, I mean emotions and people. So you're a really different person now than you have been in the past, yes? Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and and this move for you is a really big shift for you to do this. Um, uh, do you, is, is part of your work actually around counseling people, please? You got it. I do. Um, because I, I see you, I see you like... Um, you know, really you help people, you help people with your words, you know. So know mm-hmm. that I really feel like you do a lot of helping with people with your words, and there's a lot of flow to that. And I feel like um, you, get, you get people who have a lot, of, um, a lot of heavy energy. Would you understand this? Uh, yeah, yes. And, but I feel like the reason that, you, that people come to you is because they know that you can heal them, that you can access like a, a higher uh, energy for them. So I do want to say I feel like that's very important for you. Um, have you moved states in the past couple years, moved states? Uh, well, I've been here six years, um, so that was my last move. <clears throat> okay. Um, are, you, are you on the border of a state or something, like on the borderline of a state or a, a county mm-hmm. or something big? There's, like, there's something about a... a, a, a I keep seeing like a borderline of a state or a county, like you're going to cross, I'm keeping you're going to cross the border. Do you understand that? <laughs> well, I'm not quite sure. Um, it could mean many things, I guess, but um, I'm in the heart of Texas. I'm in Austin. Okay. So, okay. Because I, I um, feel like that it, there's going to be, be, I mean, what, okay, go ahead. Sorry. I, I feel like that you're going to, you're going to, 
cross the street or cross the border somehow. Oh, the cross the border, Texas. There we go. That makes sense to me. I was like, why do I keep saying cross the border? Okay, so Texas. That there we go. Okay, perfect. I didn't know where we were calling from. Um, so they they do want to talk about this being a home for you, though. You understand that? Oh, this I being love a home it here. For you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, um, uh, did you change? It sounds like a strange thing to say. I feel like I have somebody. I have asked someone accessing you here, meaning um, accessing me to access you. Um, mm-hmm. Was there like um, I almost want to say like a great aunt, Jenny, Jenny, Joan? Who is that, please? Oh, um, Jenny, Jenny, Joan. I want to go to mom's side of the family. I want to go to a J or a G or a V. Virginia, Jenny, um, Jamie, Janie. Is there a name like that on your mom's side of the family, please? Probably, but I can't. Excuse me, I can't think of. Because because I, I do feel like that you're the one in your family who's really stepped forward in this healing counseling role. Do you understand that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and yeah. whoever this woman is, I feel like she's connected to mom or mom's mom or like a, like mom's like grandmother's sister or something, just saying like she loves the work that you're doing. She wants to thank you for that. Um, thank you. Your, your practice looks like it's going to be, um, I keep seeing a long square building. Have you looked at a long square building, please, like an office building, long square building? I haven't yet. Um, now I'm kind of in a space like that, um, but this is definitely not the spot for me. <laughs> okay. Um, um, because I, I do see that there's going to be a room in this space that you can do um, either like a, a healing. Um, yeah. Like there's going to be a, a, another space that you can use because are you talking about doing larger groups or group work too? Well, maybe down the road I keep, you know, I think Spirit's calling me to be a teacher, and I don't know if I am quite ready yet, <laughs> but I, I feel um, like this space might, you might access that in this space. So I do feel like um, you're going to access, you know, that space. You're, you will access um, the, a space that you're going to be able to teach in as well. So, oh, beautiful. I, I so, haven't started so, looking yet, so... Let me look at timeline. Okay. Let's just, um, what's your birth month and day, Julia? September 8th. Okay, 9-8. Okay, it's actually a pretty cool birthday, 9876. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. So um, <laughs> you are actually, um, Yeah, you, so you're an eight. I don't know if you know your numbers, but you're an eight energy. So eight is like you put the energy behind it, the power, the action. You can make things happen. And this year for you, you've turned into a seven, and seven is all about simplifying. It's about amplifying your energy. Um, also the energy of trusting your intuition. So that's great for you. Really for yeah. you in the next, I want to say, um, by January, because I'm seeing by January, by January 1st. You're not on a lease, is that correct? You're not on a lease. I actually um, need to be out of here in two weeks, unfortunately. In two um, weeks, okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Um, Fortunately for the move, I know that it's good, but just timing okay. is rough. Because I, I see that um, 
I see you in a new space by January 1st. Um, is there an art district where you live? Where's the art district? We're talking <laughs> about the art district. Do you understand this? Wow. What did you say? The art district. Yeah, e- e- east side. Okay. It's, it's called the That's, east side. They, east of- they see you going into the art district. They see you having a space near the art district. Okay. They say the energy is going to be much better there. Um, mm-hmm. You're even going to get more people. It's just it's it feels like a really good feel for you. So they say start looking into the art district. But I do feel like um, even if the space isn't ready yet, okay, I yeah. feel like that there's going to be an opportunity for you to practice out of someone else's space before then. Okay. Because what they keep telling me to tell you is. The space may not be ready exactly, like in two weeks, but it yeah. definitely looks like it's in this art district area. So they're saying, look in that area, and that's going to be helpful. Um, okay. Would would going towards Soma Vita be appropriate for this space? Is is that near the art district and on a border town? Um, they're a little bit further out now. Um, but that's the area I was thinking about initially. Okay. Um, I would. I would. I don't know why I feel strongly about the art piece. I'll say the art piece and something about the border. So very interesting. Mm-hmm. A border for me could also mean there's a sign that says "Welcome to this town" and it's on that border area. So pay attention to that when you're looking at space because I feel like that's going to okay. be helpful. But okay. thank you so much okay. for calling tonight. I hope that was helpful, oh my Julia. Goodness. Thank you. Yes, very much. Okay. God bless. You're God welcome. Bless. Okay, have a have a great night. Thanks for listening. You too. Bye. Bye. Okay. Well, I want to thank everyone for calling in tonight. Um, and um, I, I've had two. Uh, I've I've had Julia. Um, Julia, if you're still listening, I'm gonna have. And I know you're still listening. Um, what I'd like you to do is just send me. Um, an email at melissa at melissaboy.net and I'm going to send you my meditation CD. And um, for Courtney, um, I drew the number um, and you um, are getting a um, a deck of my Children of Light cards. So um, exciting. We have five minutes left um, and I just want to thank all of you for joining us tonight. So go ahead and just wherever you're listening, go ahead, just close your eyes and just take a nice deep breath in. Hold it and exhale. And just imagine that there's this beautiful, bright, white, glowing light all the way around you. And this light just spins around you, just opening up your energy, bringing you back to center. And feel yourself connected to the crystal core of Mother Earth. And as you sit in this earth, in this beautiful place, this beautiful planet, know that you are one. You are one with the stars. You are one. You are one with the earth. You are one. You are one with the waves. You are one. You are one with the stars. You are one. So as you breathe into your oneness, into the oneness of all you are, may you be well. May you live with vibrant light. And may you always know that you are loved. I want to thank you for joining me tonight. I want to thank Cheryl for being on the show. And if you want to learn more about my services, please visit me at 
melissaboyd.net. Thanks so much, everyone, and we will see you next week. Good night.